We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. Sponsored by Light Orlando. Delivering hope together. So glad to have you with us for another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Just got a message today on Facebook. Sir, why do you call it Florida's Fourth Estate? And you're not selling homes. Is it a real estate show? <laughs> the Fourth Estate, my friends, is the media. We are media in the great state of Florida. I know it's a bad name. My wife tells me all the time. Why'd you pick that name? Now we're stuck with it. Yeah. Because you love the show so much. We can't change it. How will you find us? <laughs> How will you get your crazy Florida news? Right. Right. What exactly. will you search in your podcast app or on the News 6 Plus app? Just keep searching what you're searching. Florida's you're finding us. fourth estate. The yes. media. Glad to have you with us. <laughs> so good to have to explain this name six years into the podcast, Ginger. <laughs> I'm happy to explain it any single time because, you know, we are a Florida-centric podcast. Amen. And there is so much happening in the Sunshine State. And we're going to start with a story that went beyond the Sunshine State, but it originated here. Our governor, Ron DeSantis, of course, was a presidential candidate up until this week, earlier this week. After the Iowa caucuses, he decided that he did not have a, a clear path to victory, so... He suspended his campaign, which when people say you suspend something, you can always bring it back. But for all intents and purposes, he, he's out. And it was a long, long haul. And he started as the front runner and had so much momentum in the beginning. And uh, to kind of end this way, I think Floridians, some of them are happy because now they say he can focus on what's going on in Florida. And there are a lot of issues happening in Florida. But here's a little bit of what he had to say after he uh, dropped out of the race. I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. That's right. So uh, he has jumped on the Trump wagon. He endorsed him immediately. He endorsed him in that speech mm -hmm. right there. Like many of the guys who have dropped out already, Tim Scott, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, they have mm -hmm. all uh, endorsed Donald Trump, which he's clearly has uh, pretty easy path it looks like to victory for the Republican nomination. A lot of people yeah. when this happened were wondering why not wait? Why not see if maybe he could pull something out? Well, if you it go by money. the polls, he he actually finished second in New Hampshire and it's a lot better to drop out as the second place to say, well, I got out when I was in second rather than if he gets through South Carolina. <laughs> if we went to New Hampshire and or, then yeah. go to South Carolina. I'm sorry, Iowa is where he had second. Yeah. Once it goes to New Hampshire, yeah. uh, it's probably going to be a different story. Mm -hmm. And then South Carolina where Nikki Haley was governor. So probably a good time for him to get out and just kind of say, oh, yeah. Yeah, it time. wasn't going to go well moving forward. And he realized that and, and to save face. But he only he has two more years left as governor of Florida. And many people are thinking he should just focus on maybe 2028. Maybe. Maybe. We'll yeah, that, there's, it's very precarious as to what he's going to do in the future. Clearly, he has a lot of run left in him. Young guy, uh, very uh, big name now. And well-liked. Yeah. Well-liked by a lot of people. 
for sure. So it'll be interesting to see. But now he's got to come back to the state and face some real issues. People want answers with property insurance right now. Like, what (laughs) is going on? They've done two special sessions. Doesn't seem like they've gotten anything done. So people want to know about that. And then some very interesting bills are coming up. Mm -hmm. There's one that actually passed the House. Hasn't been seen for a vote in the Senate yet. But this is a wild bill. I want you to think about this. Basically, it would make it illegal for a kid under 16 years old to use social media. Now, at first blush, you might be thinking, okay, well, this is a little bit like something that China would do. Mm. We're going to make parents (laughs) not have their kids on social media. That's a little extreme. Make it illegal. But I kind of like it. And As you parent, like it because the, the, that means that you can blame it on someone else. It's not, hey, guys, I would let you have social media all day, but the government says you can't. It's illegal for you to sit in there and scroll on your Snapchat. I'm sorry, guys. There's nothing I can do about it. Hey, you know what? Parents have used, parents use the law in all sorts of ways. Did your parents ever tell you when you were a car, hey, turn that light off back there because I'm going to get pulled over? You can't get pulled over for that. But you don't know that. It's the same thing. Your parents are the law. And it, so. And people want exceptions, like parents to be able to opt out. If the parents are able to opt out, then everybody's kids are going to be in because the whole reason your kids are in this social media garbage is because all their friends have it and that's how they communicate now. So I don't know that it's necessarily going to happen because it hasn't gotten much action at all in the Senate. Well, but it still has to be, if it does happen, it still has to be vetted by different social media websites. Like You have to prove that you are older than 16, Mm -hmm. you know, and... How do you do that? How do you prove kids will be able to? Well, you got to have a driver's I mean, license. I mean, some kids who are 16 if don't. Only but. they could fake IDs. <laughs> hmm. There are clearly some ways around it. And maybe it, I think it's probably just all posturing. They're trying to say, hey, we're trying to protect your kids. But yeah. if it happened, I'm I not would. mad at it. I'm, I'm really not mad not. at it either. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I say this next story is about two people who were speeding, well, actually, one person, because only one person can drive the car. <laughs> But there were two people in that car. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. You're welcome. And if the speed limit is generally 70 miles per hour, you would think speeding, oh, 95. That is really fast. Oh, you're cooking. Slow it down, Mm -hmm. pal. And we've all been there. You're in the fast lane going sometimes 80, and someone is riding your tail. You're like, that person's going like 90 if they're just going past me like I'm standing still. These two guys were going 199 miles an hour first, okay can i tell you my honest first question what the were they driving <laughs> oh not many cars go 199 you miles asked. an hour i believe it was someone's camaro can we talk about which one this one on the left looks just like justin, justin bieber, bieber. <laughs> what a, what is going on right it is now? not the beebs does the beebs even have it yeah he does have a driver's license but he's not in in florida on the turnpike going as faster than nascar they both have the Ridiculous. same shaved slit in their eyebrow well, have you ever understood that they're in a club it's the eyebrow shaved <laughs> the slit eyebrow club i don't know it i've just... never had a friend who had that i've never had a friend who shaved a one you little stop thing it. in their I've eyebrow i've never had a friend maybe you anyway. should do that then i could have my first friend who has a little uh, cut in just their terrible. eyebrows. Just terrible. All right, let's talk about something else going on. This was in Polk County, Florida, and this is oh. everybody's nightmare. If you own a home in Florida, you know, you go to sign up for your insurance, and they're like, hey, you want this extra sinkhole insurance? And you're like, I won't when need does it. that happen? The earth never just swallows up stuff. Well, let's take a look. This was an interview. So. <gasps> 
This was an interview taking place. The reporter's like, (laughs) wait a good game face reporter. This thing's 15 feet wide and they think it's 70 to 80 80. feet deep. I'm telling you, this just gives me flashbacks to. Do you remember that Seth oh, sinkhole? Exactly. That Seth, that sinkhole that opened up at Seth. He was in his bed, and the sinkhole swallowed him up. They never found him. And if you think that this is not a common occurrence, when you think of lakes in Central Florida, which is where we are based, Lake Eola, sinkhole. that's a sinkhole. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Is it? Oh, there's a lake where it swallowed up so many. It's in Winter Park. Oh, it, yeah, it swallowed a car dealership. <laughs> Uh, decades ago. And it's a giant lake. I think lake. it's Rose Lake I think or it's Rose like Lake that. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But unreal. So this is how they keep people away from it with this plastic fencing. That'll do it. <laughs> but they didn't evacuate. I don't think like some of those people whose homes you see, they're right there because they said the ground was stable where those people are. And I just, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for one minute. If I'm living next door to that to that sinkhole, my house is going up for sale on Florida's fourth estate. Well, yeah, on our real estate show <laughs> that we just started, I, it would be real hard to sell a house until they fill that thing in with some concrete. I'll put my hose out there and fill it. They're with worried water. it's getting close to the road, yeah. and if it gets that, those people in that house are not allowed to return until they get this thing figured out to see how because it's spreading as we're talking about it. Yeah. And if it spreads to the road or it spreads to the home, anywhere, if it just spreads deep in trouble. general. And our one of our meteorologists, America Coquinas, did a great article on ClickOrlando.com where she explains the science of sinkholes because Florida. You you know, we have a lot of limestone. It's very porous. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's all not limestone anything. down there. It's not anything that's uncommon. Coming up after the break, oh. we're going to talk to a pair of skydivers. They're dropping from They're a plane. They're falling from the sky yeah, and yeah. then skimming water and landing in so one great. particular little place. It's an yeah. amazing sport. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. We're outdoors and we're talking to some adrenaline junkies. <laughs> not us. Who are, no, not us. <laughs> but they are elite at what they do. Some of the best in the world at competitive skydiving events, which I didn't even know was the thing until we started researching. We're gonna find out how big a thing this actually is because we have two trailblazers and champions They live right in our own backyard in Florida. So today we have the honor of having them on the ground. We're talking about (laughs) Jeannie and Kurt Bartholomew. Thank you so much for being here today. A lot of people don't even realize, as Matt just said, that competitive skydiving is a thing. How do you even get started in that? Well, just like any sport, like usually you go out and do like a, a tandem. Uh, you said you did one over in Zephyr Hills, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you usually start out like that, and um, and then you just start and go, and you do AFF. It's called accelerated free fall. So you go with two instructors, and uh, they're holding on to you the whole time. But then when you open your parachute, you're by yourself. <laughs> they radio you in, um, and make sure you fly and land in the right spot. 
and give you help. And yeah, you just keep jumping from there, get your jump numbers up. And what we do is pretty, um, you know, advanced. So it takes a lot of jumps and a lot of time to get there. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. It, and it, like a regular skydive would probably be boring for you at this point. I would imagine, Jeannie, you guys really push it to the limit. So we're gonna show some video of you guys hopping out of a plane, you flip your chute open immediately. And then you hit over a hundred miles an hour coming down, skim a little thing of water for some reason, and then you land sometimes perfectly in this little bitty red rectangle, right? What is this actually called? That's what we're, what we're aiming for. It's called canopy piloting. And our slang term for that is swooping. And basically we take the smallest parachutes that they make and we dive them at the ground going hundred miles per hour bring the parachute out of the dive, go across the water and navigate different courses over a body of water. And we have basically four different events that we compete in. Okay, you say it like it's, I'm coming to the office. I grabbed some eggs on the way. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. have some coffee. Yeah, because this is really unusual. Most skydiving starts at like 13,000 feet. You guys are doing it from 6,000 or so, right? So that's really, everything happens fast. Everything has happened that. really fast because we're on such small canopies. We exit, we deploy our parachute right away, and then we're heading to the course. About two and a half minutes until we're on the ground. Okay, and you're some of the best. Like, I know you're going to want to be humble here, but I know they <laughs> were. Not. They just got back from Dubai recently, and they both, you won three, you won seven. And so, like, <laughs> you guys are some of the best in the world, right? Is that fair to say? Yep, we're on, uh, we're on one of the best uh, teams in the world as well. We started the teams from scratch uh, here in Deland, Florida, and got a bunch of teammates to help us along the way. And now our team has the most world titles in the, in the history of the sport. And I, I have the most world titles as an individual in the sport as well. The most? Yeah. Okay, let's just make that definitive. Let that the, sink in. The most. <laughs> the most. Why, why right did here. you guys end up in Florida? Because you're both from other states, but you've been here for decades now. Uh, this is one of the best places to skydive in the country. Um, you know, we don't have a season. Like, oh. you know, it doesn't get cold. We're aware. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice. Like, I always plan on moving back to Pennsylvania. I came down here for college. I went to Embry-Riddle Aeronautical yeah, University. That makes sense. Uh, and I always planned to go back to Pennsylvania, but when I started jumping, I, I realized, man, it, it is not fun jumping up there in the winter. So. <laughs> oh, I, because it's already cold, yeah. and then you're jumping you into more land cold. land as a block oh, of yeah. ice. Okay, so my next yeah. question is twofold. The first time you do something like that, and the door opens, right? It's go time, because mm -hmm. you get to a point where there is no return. The first time, do you remember the first time you did that? And how many times have you guys actually jumped from a plane? Yeah, I've, I remember it super vividly, and I was already uh, a licensed pilot at the time, so I was used to being in planes and, and everything. And uh, yeah, I remember every little detail about that first jump, so it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, because you look down and you're like, that's where I gotta end up. Yep. But that door is open, yep. and they're not closing it, Yeah. right? And especially when you open your parachute the first time, you watch your two instructors fall away. And I remember, <laughs> I remember watching them, and yeah, that was that was pretty. That made it uh, pretty real right so there I'm too. On my own. Maybe yeah, I yeah. shouldn't be I doing know, this. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember your first time in Italy as well? Absolutely, yeah. And I wanted to skydive since I was six years old. My sister did a tandem jump, and she was 13 years older than me. And when I saw the video, I started making my own parachutes out of sheets, blankets, pillowcases, <laughs> Mary Poppins, umbrellas. I jumped off everything, that's drove great. my parents crazy, yeah. but I knew that's what I wanted to do. So when I got of age, went to the drop zone, made my first jump and the door opened and I thought to myself, this is crazy, what am I doing? And the second I exited the plane, it was like the gateway to Nirvana.
I like to tell people that you can equivalent it to driving down the road, sticking your hand out the window, and your entire body feels like that from the second you exit <laughs> until your parachute opens. Because people are always afraid of that, you know, roller coaster drop yeah, sensation, yeah. and that never happens on yeah. a skydive. Yeah. So is it possible to just sustain yourself as a professional competing skydiver? Um, no, not really. We don't, okay. we don't make our money doing that. We make our money in the sport, doing coaching or taking people for tandems, shooting the videos for the tandems, teaching people how to skydive. There's a bunch of different ways you can do it. Um, and we, we own a few different businesses in the sport, so. Yeah. And we work with the military as well. So we train some of the military yeah. to oh, fly wow. their parachutes and yeah. mission stuff as well. That happens in the land? Sebastian, Florida is where, oh, we, Sebastian. where we work out of. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. incredible. So the second part of my uh, first question was, how many jumps do you guys have? Because you can't just, you're not in the hundreds. No. 10,500 for me. <laughs> yeah. 10, and yeah. I have over 12,000. And actually I hit 10,000 jumps in Dubai earlier this year in February with my teammates. And we did an 18 person flock where 18 people fly their parachutes together in unison and do all kinds of crazy dynamic movements where we fly past each other above each other below each other that's what i don't understand and it was incredible you're going so fast how do you guys sync up or link up how is that even possible uh we just have a bunch of techniques that, and we teach that as well um, no sir you got to go into detail <laughs> <laughs> she wants to know how you cup your hands yeah <laughs> We use body position, yeah. we create drag, we reduce drag with our yep. body position to slow our speeds down or speed, okay. our, speed up a little it. bit. We have a, yeah. With the high performance parachutes, we have a lot of control. Lot so of we have different different control inputs. Uh, mm -hmm. We have four different types of control inputs. So we're using a big combination of those. Like we have brakes and then we have like front risers that make the parachute go faster. Um, so we just use a combination of those. And uh, it's, it's it becomes kind of like driving a car. You know, you get so yeah. used to it, you just, you turn, oh, there's where I want to go, and you fly your parachute over there just like you drive your car. You know, what's incredible is that you see the video of you guys on the, you know, on the step there of the plane, and you can see where you're supposed to end up, and I'm like, that looks like a cup of water to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the closer you get, but you've got your eye on it, and, and you nail it. Do you have a touchdown dance? Can you, like, when you get a 100 or a 99, <laughs> what does that you look like? You're, you're like this? Do you have a Heisman pose? What do we do? For me, it's very specific, and everyone in the canopy piloting community, they know when I do well because I start <laughs> jumping up and down and screaming, and it's like this high-pitched, crazy... Yeah, it's probably not super yeah. cute. Are but. you high-pitched and crazy when you do it as well? Yeah, that's more when I'm swooping, I get high-pitched. <laughs> you guys have been to some of, like Dubai is mm -hmm. an amazing place. It's beautiful. Yeah. What are some of the other places that have just been extraordinary? Once that door opens to the plane, you're like, oh. Uh, one of the other biggest ones was we got to skydive over the uh, Great Pyramids of Egypt. And that oh, was pretty on. crazy. And down then, the side of the pyramids, yeah, swooping down they, it. They emailed right us the and they wanted us to come out and help organize an event. And they said, they're like, yeah, you guys can do whatever you want here. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's a pretty that's open risky. statement. Yeah. So I sent them a couple videos <laughs> and I was like, this is what I'm going to do if you tell me I can do whatever I want. You don't know and what you're saying. They got really excited. <laughs> so, yeah. They're like, you're not going to knock over a pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, that was the only stipulation. You can't actually touch them, but you can get this close. So, uh, how close, close did you get? get? That, that close. That close, yeah, yeah that's about So I, I was able to just rip absolutely down the side, and uh, I, I swooped the Sphinx from 
from the back all the way to the front and then made it to this tiny little landing area. So he has a selfie with the Sphinx. Yeah. I just got a chill yeah. hearing that. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And so. what about you, Jeannie? Have you same. The same. And yeah. we got to land in one of the temples in Egypt. We were the first people ever to land there, which was incredible. Yep. And the tourists were going crazy. <laughs> they were just like, this is so cool. People yeah, are yeah. landing here. Wow. So. Okay, so if people are interested, and they are, like I am kind of interested <laughs> in skydiving, how do how does it work? How can they contact you guys if they'd like to, you know? Any of our social media channels, they can reach out. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Scott of Sebastian is our home drop zone. So doing a tandem over Scott of Sebastian is incredible mm-hmm. because we've traveled and been to over 50 countries and made beautiful jumps in all these places. We love going home because of the view at Skydive Sebastian. Oh, yeah. It's right on the coast. Deland. Can people do it in Deland? Yeah, Absolutely. There is yeah. a big drop yeah. zone in Deland. Yeah, for sure. A lot of the industry is actually in Deland. The, the manufacturers that make all the equipment, uh, a big chunk of them are in Deland. The, the biggest parachute manufacturer in the world is located in Deland. So. Who knew? Who knew? That's crazy. Now we all know. Now, we, we now all know. I do, I do want to say we had thought about having him land or skim See. over our pond and land Our right here. Gator infested fr- but we didn't want them to get eaten by an alligator. <laughs> just not that we didn't trust you, but we didn't want to. I volunteered to let Matt do it. <laughs> she would love to. to have that out. I would definitely drown and get eaten by a gator. <laughs> Kurt and Jeannie Bartholomew, oh thank you gosh. so much thank for joining us. Yeah. Wow, what a cool life you must have. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Thanks for having us out. We really appreciate being here. It's like, pleasure. He's like, it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Awesome. We're really lucky. That's for sure. Yeah, you are. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.